0: This is Connected by Nutritia, a podcast
1: brought to you by Nutritia Ireland and designed for healthcare professionals only. Welcome to the Connected by Nutritia podcast. My name is Jennifer O'Neill, and today's topic is about toddler nutrition. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Jeanette Walton. She's a senior lecturer in the Department of Biological Sciences at Munster Technological University and is a principal investigator on the IUNA National Dietary Surveys in Ireland. Jeanette has extensive experience in the dietary habits of the Irish population with a specific interest in the paediatric population. Welcome Jeanette. Hi, Jen, thank you very much. You're welcome. You've an interest in the paediatric population. I suppose just to start off, maybe you could tell us why you think this age group is so important. Yeah, so I suppose
0: when you talk about pediatric population we're really talking about from age 1 to 17 years of age. But I know today we're focusing more on the earlier uh, the earlier years uh, the 1 to 3 year olds and toddler nutrition. And this is a really critical time period in in terms of development for both the physical, cognitive, social and emotional development of children. And their diet at this age is really really important both for their current physiological and neurological development, but also development of lifelong healthy eating patterns. So this age is really, really critical. And so it's quite a short window uh, where they're growing quite a lot and their brains are
1: growing quite a lot in
0: this time. So it's really important, I suppose, to get it right at this time. Great.
1: You've obviously extensive experience in working on dietary surveys in Ireland. Can you tell us How are toddlers in Ireland doing um, in relation to their dietary intakes?
0: Yeah, so we collected data as an actually national preschool nutrition survey and the data were collected back in 2010, 2011. So about 10 years ago now. And um, we collected data from 500 children in Ireland. So a nationally representative survey of children between the age of one and four, actually. And um, we asked their parents and caregivers to fill out very um, detailed diaries of every single thing that the child ate or drank uh, during four days of, of a recording period. So we've really good detailed information um, on their nutrient intakes and their food intakes, uh, together with some health and lifestyle measurements and also body weight and um, anthropometric measurements. We've lovely data uh, for Ireland, um, for this age group. In terms of the findings, um, overall, nutrient intakes were good. Uh, A varied diet was seen for the most part. However, we could pick out three uh, so six nutrients of concern for this age group. And for some of them, very similar to other population groups within Ireland. And some of them are really specific to this age group. So saturated fat intakes were too high, uh, free sugar intakes were too high, and salt intakes were too high uh, for this age group. And in terms of nutrients where they're not getting enough of, vitamin D intakes were too low, iron intakes were too low, and omega-3 uh, fatty acids also were too low. So we have identified some nutrients of concern for this age group. And Have you
1: any thoughts on how they could be improved in these kids?
0: Yeah, there's a number of strategies, I suppose, and we always go with the food first strategy um, before recommending supplements or anything. But I suppose you can look at for, say, the micronutrients. There's probably three strategies, really. You look at either um, improving the natural foods, you know, food sources of these nutrients. Uh, you can look at supplementation and nutritional supplement, or you can look at fortified foods. So some foods are, um, there's a voluntary food fortification practice in Ireland. So many foods are, are voluntary fortified by the manufacturer. And again, these can contribute to the two intakes, particularly of micronutrients. With regard to the high intakes of saturated fat, free sugars and salt, we're seeing this across uh, many of the population groups in Ireland, not just our young children. And again, reformulation is one of the answers here. And again, there's voluntary reformulation uh, for salt. There's a salt reduction programme in Ireland, which is encouraging manufacturers to to reduce their salt content of their foods. And that's been quite successful to date.
1: Okay, And in your research with using the data from the National Preschool Nutrition Survey, have you looked at any kind of strategies that might work?
0: Yeah, uh, particularly with vitamin D and iron, because this is, as I said, is a really critical period where we know that there's a link between early childhood nutrition and later life. And if you only have this window really to get those nutrients, so we did look at a number of strategies here, including supplementation, fortified foods, and also the role of young child formula within the, within the children in Ireland to see what the current intakes are and if, if, if any of these play a role. And we did see a role for young child formula in relation to um, improving vitamin D and iron intakes. And theoretically, we've seen a role for both supplements and uh, fortified
1: milks also. Okay, and. That's all really interesting. Has obviously this is the first time we've had data in this area and there's been a lack of I suppose, guidelines and policy in relation to the one to three year olds. Has public health policy or guidelines changed as a result of any of the research that you've conducted through the surveys?
0: Yeah. yeah, so we're very, very lucky actually that um these data are really, really rich data. Not every country has data on on, on the on young children. And um, this was the first survey in Ireland collecting data on the dietary intake of this age group. And it has fed into the scientific recommendations for food based dietary guidelines for one to five year olds. So basically, the Food Safety Authority of Ireland have published uh, food based dietary guidelines based on these actual intakes, bearing in mind the nutrients of concern.
1: Okay. where can they find them if they if they don't already know about them?
0: So so these guidelines are available on the Food Safety Authority of Ireland website and there's a detailed report there on on, on both the actual recommendations themselves
1: and also on the science and how these recommendations came to be. Great. Thanks, Jeanette. So we know that obviously the toddler years are a critical period in getting it right. You've identified a number of nutrients of concern, but particularly iron, vitamin D and the omega-3 fats in this age group, the, the one to three years. And it's it's absolutely amazing that we have the, finally got the resource of the Food-Based Dietary Guidelines from the FSAI, which is, is going to be really, really helpful going forward. Have you any final thoughts to share on the topic?
0: Yeah, I might share with you some of the findings from uh, the Food-Based Dietary Guidelines, if that's okay, Jennifer, um, and just some of those recommendations, because I think they're very valuable. Um, So the first recommendation is to consume a wide variety of foods. And again, that's a recommendation across all population groups, and particularly for this age group to increase acceptability and familiarization with foods that will form a long, healthy diet in the long run. I think it's really important to note, though, that this this age group are transitioning from a predominantly milk-based diet and hoping that by the time they go to school, that they're consuming a mixed diet from all of the key food groups that we find in our food pyramid. So again, the milk group has been identified by the food-based dietary guidelines as a really important group for this age group with a recommendation of 550 mils of milk being consumed throughout this period and reducing it down from when they're one to, towards when they're three and four. And within this milk group, they're suggesting either full-fat milk, uh, low-fat milk from age two, and also fortified full fat milk's follow-up formula or young child formula being an option to contribute to iron, vitamin D and omega-3 PUFAs. As these were identified as being issues, as we mentioned earlier, from the dietary intakes, we could see that intakes were low. And I think this, and, sorry, plant-based alternatives were also mentioned there. But in particular, when we're talking about plant-based alternatives, that we're looking at a soya drink as opposed to, you um, uh, coconut milks or almond milks, which mightn't have the same nutrients as your full-fat milk, low-fat milk formulas or the soy milks, because the real role for the milk here is for calcium and then the other nutrients are in vitamin D and N3, PUFAs in the case of formulas. So the food-based dietary guidelines really, I suppose, based on the wide variety of foods, milk being a really important food group, and then spoke then about the the bread, cereals, potatoes, pasta, and rice meat, poultry, fish, eggs, beans, lentils, and smooth butter is for protein intakes, fruit, salads, and vegetables as a base for a healthy diet. And again, very similar to the food-based dietary guidelines for other population groups, but just smaller portions of the same. Again, they mentioned fat spreads and oils to be used sparingly. Um, and again, this is uh, very much in keeping with food-based dietary guidelines for other age groups. And then in terms of beverages, uh, the recommendation is for this age group, is water or milk. And in terms of nutritional supplements, the recommendation here is to take a vitamin D supplement from um, Halloween to St. Patrick's Day for these young children to ensure that their vitamin D intake is adequate. So um, I think just to, um, you asked me actually had any last thoughts and I probably had a lot of thoughts there, but I think the key thing here is not to demonize any food group to ensure that the diet can be as varied as possible. But for children who cannot, for whatever reason, or do not, for whatever reason, consume a very varied diet, to know that there is a role for nutritional supplements and fortified foods to ensure that the that, um, the nutrients of concern are, are got at this very critical time. So again, vitamin D, iron, and omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acids.
1: Great. Thanks so much, Jeanette, and it's been lovely talking to you today. Thank you very much, Jennifer. It's been a pleasure. This is Connected by Nutrition podcast
0: brought to you by Nutritia Ireland and designed for healthcare professionals
1: only.